Hey there, before we dive into the episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I'm running on Thursday, March the 18th, 2021. It's at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's called People Pleasing Detox. It's the only detox I would ever recommend because I think it's about time. If people pleasing makes you feel like you have no control over your life, like no matter how much you try, you just can't help yourself because everybody needs you then you have to attend this workshop. We're going to be talking about the truth about people-pleasing, three lies keeping you stuck in the people-pleasing cycle, and the simple steps that you need to let go of people-pleasing so that you can start living unapologetically and confidently. No yelling involved. Once again, that's Thursday, March 18th, 2021. You can find out all the details at oliveandbliss.ca forward slash people-pleasing. All right, let's head into the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Thriving Mom podcast. Today we're talking about finding courage. It's also a small pep talk on worth. Stick around. Welcome to the Thriving Mom podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, friends. I'm so glad you could join me today. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet because I've got a cold and the longer I talk, the worse my throat feels. So I'm just going to try and get this done so that I can go have a rest. But before we head into the episode, I wanted to share a quote with you. It's by Shannon L. Alder. Every woman that finally figured out her worth has picked up her suitcases of pride and boarded a flight to freedom, which landed in the valley of change. That's the quote that inspired me today. I really just wanted to share this because it's on my heart. This episode is not really scripted, which scares me, but maybe I can also learn a thing or two about letting go of perfectionism. So let's dive in. Recently, I had a client and she's been in a stressful job for years now and she came to me you know trying to figure out how she could eat better support her child with nutrition and one of the questions that i asked her during our intake session was why haven't you done anything about the stress in your job now this was such a random question and she did struggle with finding an answer because it was unexpected But the more I learn and grow in my role as a coach, the more I know that if I'm going to be able to support my clients, I need to learn how to ask them powerful questions. I also need to teach them to ask themselves powerful questions because these are the things that no one talks about. These are the areas that no one dives into when women have problems rather than teach ourselves or show us how to ask ourselves powerful questions, we're taught to find the solution in attacking our bodies, in attacking food, in blaming other people. And I really want this episode to inspire you so that 
you can think about your worth and then find the courage to take small steps towards standing in your own truth and asking powerful questions. Now, the society is really obsessed with teaching us that being good is the most important thing in life. I mean, from a young age, girls are taught to be responsible for how others respond to their actions. When things don't go well in relationships, even there are times when people are just being unreasonable, but we're told to be the bigger person. And by being the bigger person, we're told to shove our feelings down and not feel that way. So you have a lot of us growing up and just learning how to divert our attention from the things that really hurt us, the feelings that really need to be expressed, which is why most of us end up eating emotionally because we don't really know how to handle all the negative emotions that are stored up in our bodies. This is not about saying that women shouldn't be caring or thoughtful or empathetic towards other people. I believe that we need more women to act that way. But my problem is when we tend to prioritize the needs of others at our own expense, especially our health and mental well-being. The problem happens when we think that we have to give up on one part of our lives in order to be the other person. But what if we could hold space for both? What would that look like for you? What would it look like for you to confidently say, yes, I'm making a decision to do this. I'm making a decision to act this way. And if I fail, I know there's a lesson for me to learn, but I'm not going to be afraid of stepping in my power and taking what needs to be taken and saying what needs to be said. I'm saying this because for so long, we've been made to believe that we're at the mercy of other people. Right? So we keep ourselves hidden in the shadows, yet we secretly feel remorse towards the same people that we are sacrificing ourselves for. Again, so many of us turning to food and hating our bodies in efforts to try and control something. But at the end of the day, we're not helping anyone. And this is where I really want to call our attentions to as mom, as women in this day and age. We have an opportunity to raise a generation of women who are strong and confident and don't need to apologize for being strong and confident or being the more caring and more nurturing women. We have to be able to hold space for women to feel both, to feel strong and confident and also nurturing. There's nothing that stops us from being both. God created us that way. We are innately worthy the way God created us and we don't need anyone to tell us that. Because of the way we've been socialized, we think that, you know, we have to wait for somebody else to give us permission. We have to wait for someone else to show us. We have to wait for other people's behaviors to reaffirm what we are or how worthy we are. And that's not true. And I know that so many of you listening right now, even just the words that I'm saying are making you feel uncomfortable. Because this is not normal. This is not what we are taught in society. This is not what diet culture tells us. This is not what mom culture tells us. So I invite you to think about why you feel the need to resist what I'm saying. Why do you feel the anxiety? Why do you feel this sudden urge of perhaps anger towards what I'm saying? Chances are you know it's true. And I'm going to tell you here that you're not alone. So many of us were raised to believe that The world 
is there and we are there to serve, that we are not worth anything unless we have a purpose and that purpose is tied to other people's perceptions of us, other people's need for us. But what if it didn't have to be that way? Many women have found the courage they needed to pick up their suitcases of pride and boarded their flights to freedom. You can do this. So I'm going to offer you some things that you can do. Then I'll share an example of how I've done this in my own life as an inspiration for you. So here goes. Number one, think about the thoughts that you have about yourself. When you hear the word worth, what's the first thing that pops into your head? What's the first thought that comes into your mind? If you're like so many of us, perhaps you'll start thinking of things like you're not worthy. Right? That comes right away. You'll never, whatever it is, you're always going to be da-da-da-da-da. These are the things that we think about ourselves that keep us stuck, that keep us feeling unworthy. So think about those thoughts. What are the things that come up for you? And then when those thoughts come up, what are the feelings that show up? Because let's remember that our feelings are the things that drive how we behave. So if you start thinking about worth, And right away, a negative thought comes in, perhaps a thought like, you're not a worthy mom, or you're not a worthy sister or friend. Right away, you start to feel maybe anxious, maybe afraid. And what do you do as a result of that? Now, this might be a little bit challenging, especially if you're someone that never really pays attention to the so-called negative emotions. We're so busy focusing on the positive emotions and there's this tendency to want to just breeze over the negative ones. But if you really want to pay attention, if you really want to be confident, you have to be someone who's willing to feel both your positive and negative emotions. Emotions are always telling us what needs our attention. So it's very important that As much as we pay attention to the positive, we also need to pay attention to the not so positive ones, the ones that we tend to call bad or negative. They're also important. Talking about this just makes me think about the movie Inside Out. If you haven't watched it, I think you should. Although it's a movie catered towards kids, I think that there's so many lessons there that adults could learn too. And one of those lessons being just allowing all those tough emotions. We don't only have to have positive emotions. Sometimes we have the emotions that are not that positive and we need to be able to let them have their light of day. Number two, where did those thoughts come from? So when you have those thoughts about yourself, when you think about worth, where did those thoughts come from? For so many of us, when we, when we think I'm worthy, or I have worth. The first thing our brains will tell us will be that's a lie, or I'll never fill in the blank. Explore those thoughts. Where did they come from? Perhaps they came from how you were socialized. Maybe you learned it just from observing the women around you. 
Maybe it's something that you internalized just to protect yourself. Really figure out where those thoughts came from. And then after that, decide, do you want to continue thinking that way? Because you always have a choice. And I think this is the part that a lot of us struggle with. We don't want to be the ones to make that decision because we don't want to take responsibility. So decide, do you want to think that way? If you do, and you like the way it makes you feel, by all means, keep doing that. But if you don't, what are three things that you could think about to counter out those negative thoughts that you have? Because you see, those negative thoughts, they're the background music that have been playing in your subconscious mind. So even when you're not paying attention, you tend to act out in a way that those thoughts will reconfirm and reaffirm that you're not worthy. So in order to change that, you need to decide intentionally, what can I be thinking to make sure that every time this thought shows up, I have something to shut it back down. Now, depending on how long you've been thinking those negative thoughts, you might need more than three, but I think three is a good number. So just think about three things that you could think about to counteract that thought that you're thinking. So I'll share my example with you. One of the struggles when I started in motherhood and as I've grown and my kids are becoming more vocal about their needs and their thoughts, one of the struggles I had was that a good mom never says no to her kids. So even though there were times when I said no, I, t- I used to feel bad and I would feel guilty for saying no. So I always had this struggle every time my kids would respond to my no by crying or nagging or being upset. Even though I didn't give in to their requests, I still ended up feeling bad. And I had to change that because as I was feeling bad, that started playing in the back of my mind. And then I started thinking, I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not as good as other moms. I started comparing myself to other moms oh, look, they're way better than me. And I remember exactly one time my daughter had said that about one of her friend's moms to me, that the other mom was better than me, and it cut deep. But I took it as a lesson. I decided if I wanted to show up as the mom that I want to be, I have to be willing to say no to my kids and still be okay and not feel guilty and not feel bad about saying no. So I decided on thinking about three things that I could think about every time I wanted to say no. So every time I wanted to say no to my kids, whenever I started to feel that anxiety rise up in my belly, you know that shaky feeling where you're like, I'm not sure, should I be saying it, should I not? I would remind myself that good moms say no to their kids all the time. The second thing I would remind myself was that my worth is not dependent on my kids' feelings. I'm innately worthy just the way I am. God thought and found me worthy. That's why he made me the mom for my children. And so is the same for you. You are the mom that your children need, whether they're biological or not, whether they're the young people around you that tend to see you as that mother figure, you are right where you need to be. And you need to remind yourself that. And the third thing I was thinking was, I love my kids and they love me too. And those were the three things. I'm just going to go ahead here and say 
that doing this practice is only going to work if you consciously and intentionally do it every day or often until it becomes second nature. Because again, remember you've been thinking this way for a long time. So you have to practice and repeat it to yourself often so that it becomes your brain's default setting over time. And then you'll find yourself saying it automatically and you'll find yourself feeling less worried and anxious whenever you want to say it. So whatever the thoughts may be, I would encourage you if you want to write it on a sticky note, if you want to put it on your phone to remind yourself just to say it throughout the day. Again, you need to practice. It's like riding a bike. It's like playing a musical instrument. You need to practice. And then it becomes second nature. So I just want to remind you that you are worthy as you are. You don't need to find courage from somebody else. Your courage comes from recognizing that you are worthy. When you realize that you are worthy, you have the courage to speak up and advocate for yourself and ask for help and say no and put boundaries in place to support you and support the people that you care about. So that's it, my friends. I just want to say that there's so many of you waiting for others to give you permission to give you the paper to say you're worthy. You don't need to wait any longer. If you're looking for more inspiration, check out my podcast episode on giving yourself permission. I will include a link in the show notes so you can check that out. I'm so glad you could join me today. I want you to know that I'm always rooting for you and I hope you have an awesome week ahead. Until next time, keep thriving.